So we're going to start well, again. We, it feels a bit repetitive. We just talk about that. And to be fair, we've got we've gone we've come a long way. We've done all the classes. We're now down to just our that almost the showpiece of this set, which is the hybrid cards that um, you know because obviously you can get a talent. And I've got you two still here, still putting up with me and my na my nasty interest. Oh, that should be nice on this one. How are you doing, gentlemen? I actually I, didn't insult us. Holy I, shit. I'm scared and confused. Why didn't he insult, insult us? So I'm worried now. Sorry. You pair of dickheads. How are you? How are they? Well, there's, there's oh, Brooks. There we go. Now I'm feeling making, at home. Making sure that you feel at home and comfortable. It's been, uh, been an interesting ride going through all of Outsiders. It really has, yeah. It's we, we, we are making our way through it. So um, yeah, it's we've been through all the classes now, seen some interesting cards. So yeah, onto the onto the hybrids, I guess now. Yeah. And for those that haven't realised, we've recorded this in one goddamn session. <laughs> it's been a long one for Don't us. Don't tell them. Don't tell them we've done this only once. But no, we've uh, it's been it's been a it, it's been a been a long one, but a good one, and. Uh, I think it's about time we seal this off, so we'll go over our hybrids and our generics, mm. uh, and then we'll give our general thoughts on the set and how we're feeling uh, ahead of what feels like an eternity waiting for pre-release, and then uh, actually getting some boxes to crack open. So, without any further ado, and let's face it, people get bored of me talking, I've spoken a lot, let's go into Assassin Ninja. So... Uh, Oof, we just get to start with the legendary, right? I mean, I think this is the most interesting legendary of the set, to be fair, with flick knives. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, it's so incredibly interesting the ability to use the jaggers for an ultimate purpose to, to, to like to ping them at somebody, they break. And when we first saw this as well, right, we had we had no real idea of, of how you recur these or anything like that. Um but yeah, such an interesting idea that it also triggers it on here. I, I, I really like flick knives. I think when we looked at it, right, there's not a lot. I don't, I don't know about you guys. I don't think there's enough interaction in that archetype, which I guess when we look at some of the other cards here, that there's enough there for me. But I love the idea of it. Yeah, it, it really feels to me like flavorfully. The fact that assassins and ninjas, they both got the little one-handed daggers, whether you're throwing your... Orbi classes, or whether you throw in your Kadachis or whatever da you know potential dags in the future, and the whole Assassin Ninja package is built around making this work. Mm. And you know whether it's throwing them, whether it's you know stab wound, where it's because all of these daggers are going to count as hits, and you're going to get the on hit effects as well, um, which is probably more relevant for Assassin than it is for Ninja. Um, I mean, you say that. I mean, uh, if only you know, like they they count. They like hits, ninjas. I mean, like mask of momentum uh, requires it. Um, so I mean, that That's that right. would uh, you know, we'll, like, we'll add a chain link. Obviously, it won't trigger the mask itself because it's a weapon hitting, but still, it so will adds a it adds a, cheer, a like a link there, uh, which is hit. You know, so it's uh, it's good. And I did you know stuff like stab wounds and like you know, getting cheaper attacks. I think the only thing for me, and this whole package, and we can go into a little bit, little bit more detail, is there's only one way to actually get new daggers, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and yeah, I feel yeah, like that really, and that's an on-hit reaction. It really, really hampers the. Um, and a, and a majestic. So yeah. you're only getting three, right? You got three chances to get your daggers back. 
it is such a cool piece of design space. This idea that you can get into your sideboard, you can grab a dagger out, and, and like you say, that he's this concealed weapon that a ninja or an assassin has been keeping on them. Such a cool, so cool thematically. A really unexplored design place, and just I don't think it's unfortunately there. One other thing I'd love to say though is this art on flick knives. Oh, it's fantastic. It's I a play map through and through, right? It is. It well, is. It's a shame that we're not going to get access to the play map that, that, that they've done for it with it being a Star City game. So, so here in the UK, not going to be one we're going to be seeing. No, it makes me so sad that that's an exclusive play map. That should be one yeah, that's same to everyone. Or I would love a, to get my hands on one of those. But... An armory kit. It ain't happening. Oh, no. Liam? Um, I don't know how... I'm a little bit underwhelmed. I think, I don't get me wrong, I think the design space is super unique mm. and super interesting. Um, I'll be interested to see where it goes in future sets. But right now, I think it's just a bit meh. Like, I don't think I would ever play Flick Knives in my deck. Like, I'd rather just have Goliath Gauntlet and not throw my daggers and not waste up side scroll space throwing yeah, daggers. I, I get that. I mean, the only thing is, if you get to the end of the game with this, like, two damage is two damage either way, and this is, is a block as well. I mean, it, it's theoretically still worth three, right? If you flick your, if you flick your daggers and block. Yeah, I get it. I get it, but I just don't think it's enough for me. I do agree with you. For me as well, like, theme-wise, it's a five all day, every day. Like, I, I love the theme and the design space five-wise, but in reality... With the way it is right now, we're talking more of a three. Um, just, yeah, just I don't think there's quite enough support there for it, despite the fact that I think most of these hybrid cards for Assassin Ninja kind of theme around around it and around daggers, and it just isn't quite enough, I don't think. I think uh, the theme, design space, 100% a five, and the uniqueness of it, but I think it's probably a 2.5 for me for like power level into the current decks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 100% something I want to try. Uh, something I'd probably take to a local armory where it obviously doesn't matter as much, but um, I think just in the whole package, things like Bleed Out, maybe I don't mind if you're doing Dagger Dagger, and then it's a free before we go again. But uh, I just it, feel, it feels like it just needed a little bit more consistency, like whether Concealed Blade was in a rainbow or something like that just so you can actually if it's going to be an on-hit that you get these things back just give me access to a little more of it to try and actually be able to re-equip these daggers um so yeah i think i hate the fact that i agree with liam on this it's a two point five because like say the theme is so good but i think it has to be a probably like say 2.5 very middling yeah i think it's incredibly middling you say all this, right? I watch people go and die to fucking flick knives in the semi-finals of a call or something stupid. And I'd be like, you know what? I was a fucking moron for saying this was bad. I, I think you will die to this at some point. I, I, I'd be incredibly shocked if somebody doesn't kill me with flick knives at some point and that the card is, is still good. But to try to decide at the point you give up your daggers to do this unless it's lethal. And at which point, I don't know, is there probably an argument that maybe you'd have been better with, with some amount of block there that you'd used? Maybe. Um, but yeah, I think somebody will kill you. And I think it is much more interesting for assassins, like you say, with the on-hits. The ability to reduce your opponent's defence uh, is definitely is definitely good. Yeah. It's, like I say, it's, it feels like, and if, they, if this is something that gets supported in the future, 
I'll be all for it. And like I say, this will kill people. I just don't oh, think yeah. it's going to... I think it's going to be one of those where you're on the other side of this and you're playing it. You're going to be wondering where your next concealed blade is and are you actually... Because if you throw both your daggers and they don't die, you know, some 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 nonsense prevention effect. Yeah, for sure. Like you say, someone will die to this, but then people die to breaking scales and it's a it's a very good card, but I'm not sure this is this is this is there too. I, I don't know. And then pushing on hits with Goliath if you're playing an assassin. So yeah, but I'm not it's disappointing but at least some something I'm still very willing to try and there's a whole package around it with boss to your daggers and stuff. Which I don't again I don't see this particularly because 'cause I'm not not trying to Plus one on your daggers from plunges, me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's, there's, there's like I say, there's bits and pieces around this card that, that maybe will make it good one day. But I mean, I guess on to shifting perspective. Shifting perspective to Assassin Ranger. No, some. No, no, it's the mask of shifting perspective. Oh yeah, sorry. Literally yeah. the next one across. Yeah. Again, it's. Uh, I mean, this could, this could be cool if you're going for that big turn where you are going to go, right, I am going to try and kill you. I need to filter my hand to try and get to the Concealed Blade. I Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe that'll be maybe that'll be there. Maybe it'll be good for that. I, I just I don't see this one being used for the block. I think it's actually one of the poorer piece of draft equipment for me. Um, like, this one doesn't get you an effect on the, like, and the block. You can't use it for both. Uh, it's, and the effect is okay. But you've got to hit with a dagger to activate like this kind of sync effect. It's going to look very good in coal foil. It, it sure will. Again, the art they've smashed it. This set it looks amazing on a lot of these cards, um, and this one will, I'm sure will look very good in coal foil. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not as hot on this one as some of the other, the other, uh, the other draft pieces. I think I'm hotter on this one than most. I really? actually really like this card. Yeah, I think. I think the attack reaction to fix. Like a bricked hand in uh, limited and draft can be a real lifesaver. It really can. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, like, it's a good, it's a reasonable effect. I just, I think I'll be using it for the block more often. I'm, a, I'm a much bigger fan of the, of the Ranger one we saw last time. I think. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I, maybe it's a three. Like, so it's got a bit more utility if you're just gonna, you got a shit, you got a really bricked hand. You just go, uh, dagger, react because let's face it, they're probably not gonna block the dagger. And then probably not. No, and no. actually, just gives you that sync effect just to try and fix it, and then you've always got the second dagger if you need to follow up. I give it yeah. Sure. yeah, I, I think I'm good. I think I'd go with the two just because. I also think that I think the one thing we might be underestimating here is I think a sync effect on your own turn is just significantly weaker than weaker than like a the actual sync below where you get to do it on their turn and therefore plan your turn ahead of time. Um, not knowing what you're going to get until you've already pitched, already hit with your your dagger. And then, and then getting a card, I think, is a little weaker. Blade cuff. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I do quite like this one. I think two cost is a little steep. Very steep. Uh, I mean, the other thing is, it's a persistent effect. But I think if you start looking at this, like uh, heat wave, heat wave, right? Exactly. Heat wave was free, I believe. Yep, it is, yeah. and it's an instant, not an action. Exactly right. So you could do it in the reaction step. This this just seems like a very poor heatwave. I know it's got the one block, but then heatwave had quell, which was arguably better than one block. 
Um, you know, I know obviously you've got to pay for it, but you're also not paying for this effect. So, and you sometimes occasionally in that set at least got the, it's got the both effects in it. You've got to quell and attack react against Icelander. Uh, this on the other hand, just, yeah, I don't know. It just seems a bit steep. I like the effect actually, though. The effect is good. I think actually the better comparison is Gallantry Gold. For sure. Yeah. yeah Which yeah. is one. Your weapons get go, your weapons get plus one and it was one battle one. Yeah, 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 it's true. Just, it's just straight up worse than that. I think you'll find the issues if you use it in limited. I think if your opponent's on two and you've got obviously got two Karachis, I think pushing them for two each is uh, can start getting your opponents a Karachi look a little bit quicker. But it's I expensive, but yeah. it's fine. I don't think you're going to do this in, um, in, in, in uh, Assassin because it's going to cost you two for this, two for the first dagger, two for the second dagger. So you're pitching. Pitching two blues to swing for four. Yeah, I think you're probably just going to be blocking with it if you're playing assassin. Like you say, it's probably a bit pricey for that. I'd have been quite happy, particularly with this being an action and it being so much more upfront. I'd, I'd have been perfectly happy with this just being free. Yeah. And two point five. Probably two. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's like a one point five for me. It's, it's pretty good. I like the fact that it's got block, but. So is everything in this in this set? Yeah. Um, and we've got the M's like we said, stab wound. So every time you've hit with a dagger, if this hits, life and then conceal blade and knives out. I love the art on knives out. In fact, I love the art on most of these to be honest. Like, but again, the whole package just it just doesn't feel coherent to me. I'd rather play knives out though than the. Uh... But at least in fact, knives out blocks three, and it gives you daggers plus one. So it's a free version of the blade cuff, but it's still yeah. I good. think I agree. Yeah. The package is underwhelming. I think none of them. I think stab wounds that actually the standout card out of them three for me. But if you are playing the flick dive package, you know, being able to push more damage. Yeah. But for me, it's just it's like a two, and I don't really like it. Honestly, the only thing is as well, like Ben uh, stab wounds kind of feels like a Benji card with flick knives, where you could maybe like attack them twice with daggers and then flick them at them and then you get to stab wound and it's unblockable because like someone's just gonna see the opportunity for this to block a lot more than it normally would and drop a card in front of stab wound but like you say i'm, I'm i find them all a bit underwhelming on the hard yeah. uh, on the whole i think yeah flat flat two for me on all yeah of i agree I, I agree with that too yeah. i think uh, i like bleed out probably the most actually which yeah, I don't know if we quite got to yet. I but think bleed out's got more utility generally across the board when it comes to it. But I could see this getting some play in ninja at, at yeah. red. Um, the, the opportunity to do this following two kadachis, that it should be playable whether they block the second kadachi or they don't block any. Great, you get it for free, and it's got to go again naturally, uh, which I quite like. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's two. And, I'd give it a two and a half. I'd give Bleed Out a 3. I think I, it's I, quite I, actually a reasonable card, to be honest. I think Assassin and Ninja will probably end up playing this because I don't see the weapons getting blocked too much in limited play, so I think Bleed Out's going to be a 0 for 4 quite a bit of the time. Yeah, I agree with that. I think I'm much more with, with Liam on that one. Um, and I mean, even even for Assassin, obviously with the blades being a little bit more expensive, you could still pitch a blue, one, one attack with a dagger, and then come in with this. Um, you know, just off one blue pitch, which I think is perfectly good, right? Uh, it's not bad at all. Yeah, one, uh, one, 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 one card for five, right? 
yeah, I think I think that's okay, particularly in limited. I don't think that's too bad here. Um, like I say, so I'd give it a three as well. I think Liam. Um, Hurl. It's almost the same problem as flick knives. Um, it is flick knives, isn't it? Right, but you have to pay one for the privilege. Yeah. So I'm not a fan personally. It's like a two, I think, for me. Yeah, I agree. Not a fan of this at all. Yeah, I was gonna go. I was actually gonna go one and a half, maybe two. That honestly, that seemed pretty reasonable to me. Like, how often am I gonna want to pay the one here to flick a knife him? And again, unless it's gonna be lethal, probably not. I can see myself killing opponents with this in in limited. Um, right. Every now and then, because give up your dagger at that point. But if you do give up your daggers too early, and then you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with that. It's all these cards feel like the you know late game good start game. You are never going to play them. Yeah, yeah, and for sure. If these block, if they block three, you might might have a little bit more with them. But uh, plunge, eh, it's fine. One one for three. It's never going to make you excited with a non hit. Yeah, it's a bit below rate. This, by all means, um, I also what I also don't like about this is particularly for assassin is the fact that you want to play this and then dagger. Yeah, because obviously with assassin you want to be getting you want to be getting this to you want to be debuffing their attacks before they get a chance to block you. Um, you want to be debuffing all those defensive cards, and this just doesn't do that. This this wants to hit and then you swing with a dagger. And I, I mean, I think it's a slightly better fit for ninja, but I don't think it's that much better. I'm probably going to go for a 1.5 on this one. I'm just not particularly impressed. Now we get a 1. Very, very, very underwhelming card. Who know for me? And then yeah, the last fair. Assassin Ninja. Short and sharp. It's, I just don't like this. I don't know why they keep printing. I mean, obviously, in limited, fine. You might sneak sneak over with this. If you swing with your plunge, you get plus one. Then you swing with a dagger for two, and then buff it with this. He gets very specific. It's very expensive. This is never. I don't see this getting any play in CC. Yeah, I, I no, I can't either. And I, I mean, I, I get like you say. I get that they need to print some of these, uh, some of these ones for limited. But I think this could have block three, and it would be fine. We obviously had rapid reflex in uprising, which. The, the one thing you could say about it that was nice, but is it block three? This you can't say that. Um, and it still has the the attack reaction, the the attack the attack action. Sorry, restriction of two or less. So, yeah, this is just a, a Benji draft card, right? The end yeah. of the day. Yeah, I mean, it'll probably still get you some kills if you're playing Katsu or if you're playing an assassin, where you can just just throw it on the dagger in limited. But still, it's not great. Nah, it's. 1.5. To be fair, actually, I think the nicest thing you can do with this is in for me is probably as a Zori. I think you could put you could technically put this on a sneak attack yellow. Yeah. Off a of blue, which is actually not bad. Or well, it didn't have to blue for you Zori into play. Uh, but you you could you could whack this on a on a sneak attack, uh, making it ten. Because that's yes. technically... Oh, no, not 10. It would be 8. 9. It would be, uh, nine. Nine. Nine even, yeah. It would be 9. You get, you get a bit cute at that point, right? For sure. But, I mean, that is the sort of thing that wins limited games, particularly in reaction. True. Your opponent's calculated how much damage they reckon you'll do, and you're able to just push in a little bit extra. Um, I, I think it's okay. I just think it would have been fine if it blocked 3. And I think, for me, that's why it's still a 1.5. Yeah. 1.5. Let's move on with our lives, because... 
like I say, a lot of potential, and I feel like it either needs a little bit more, or like I say, usually I think most of this would be more dagger recursion for me, really up the ante. Let's look at Assassin Ranger, uh, Mask of Malicious Manifestations. I'll try and say that fast three times. Don't actually, <laughs> yeah, don't actually try something. it. I'm, no, yeah, no, we're not going to try it. You're good. Good. Uh, this is, this I can is barely useful. speak English. Well, we know. <laughs> I, think it's, I think this is uh, useful. Um, I like it for the fact that like Riptide's probably going to be very defensive. Uh, he's probably going to hoover up all the traps he can possibly find. And this does give him the ability to just go and search for an attack, which is pretty cool. Particularly in Limited. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably take this as a headpiece over the other one if I was playing Assassin, because I've got access to both. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think for Ranger as well, I'd probably take this if I was in Riptide over the one that lets me look at the top of the deck, which feels much more for Azalea. Um, this this seems absolutely fine, like I say. Despite the fact that you don't get the block in the effect, it at least allows you to serve a function in that deck. That's a reasonable card. Uh, so yeah, I think it's probably a two for me. Yeah, two. Yeah, let's go two. I'm quite happy with it. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, it's one of those. It's just a very middling card. Mm -hmm. Again, all of these, all the masks, I think, are going to look gorgeous in cold foils. Uh, Toxic Tips is uh, an arm piece. That it is. Uh, uh, yeah, I like this one. I don't know about you guys. Um, again, paying one, I guess, maybe a little bit, but at least we're not paying two for this. I like being able to give an on-hit effect. This is probably going to be one of the draft pieces of equipment that I value quite highly um, compared to the others. Uh, just just being able to push an on-hit through like that, choosing which token you get when you hit after you've seen their blocks is pretty good. I like this. Yeah, I really like Toxic Tips. I think yeah. it's uh, just trying to give, maybe give one of you irrelevant not relevant but like one of your attacks that are quite vanilla and on hit is uh can we uh, make forcing your opponents to blocks is gonna be pretty good like yeah this. i also feel like azalea is going to benefit from this just because she's going to be able to know roughly when her opponent's probably not going to be able to block out an attack you know when when the large dominated arrow is going to be able to come through and you've got that one extra resource because you've you know you've got a bit more pitch than you need this you can just spend it on this and, and push through some extra damage or well, yeah, push through an inertia I mean, for me, it would have been it would have been great if this was a reaction, but that probably makes it a little bit too good for a common piece of equipment. Yeah, that's that's probably fair. It, it maybe would be a little bit, but I, I would have been okay with it. It would have been strong without being um, ridiculous. I'm higher on this than the mask. Maybe two and a half, virgin on. Especially draft, three. maybe three. Yeah, I, I think I think it's a three three point five for me. I think it's like I said, I think it's my favourite piece of draft equipment on the whole. That and the the Ranger headpiece, I think. So uh, yeah, no, I like it a lot. So let's move on to the three Marvels we've got this set, which are the code codexes or codices. Um, I think for me, again, Blood Rot's always going to be the one that. I look at first, and I kind of regret looking at it because it's literally someone's ear and a nose on a book. These, I mean, I haven't tried inertia much, but these have been outperforming themselves for me. These have been amazingly good. I was not entirely sold on them originally, but 
actually they've yeah like i say every time i seem to get them play them they've been better than i expected blood rot in particular frailty for azalea seems amazing um and yeah i just think it's it, they're, they're some fantastic cards like blood rot being able to force your opponent to put a card into arsenal when they don't want to is uh yeah. from their hand it's really good at stripping block and pushing damage i've been really enjoying codex of blood rot assassin like if your opponent's not got arsenal you'd either force the blood rot to strip their block so to speak and then you can also play like you see and see leave no witnesses to target that card in arsenal which is pretty good i've also been enjoying codex of frailty in the Azalea, I think, being able to find those, some the the arrows is a uh, it's just like a, an extra arrow, right? It's just like memorial yeah, ground as you compared it to. Bro. Yeah, uh, if, bro, if, George, it feels like a bit like a, a a nicer, better memorial ground that gives you a ponder. I mean, I know it's obviously not quite the same thing because you're not getting it on top of the deck, but it is arrow recursion still. And I mean, we pulled off some pretty nasty turns with it actually when we've been playing. Um, like I said, the card outperformed what exactly what I wanted to do, and the frailty token comes up more than I think I thought it would originally. Obviously, there are a couple of heroes that are very weapon focused, um, and it hurts them. And in the Ranger Mirror, uh, or you know, in, whether it be Azalea or Lexi, that one makes a makes a difference. I mean, I think um, well, I did see the point of in uh, CC you will not don't play the uh, Blood Rot or the Codex of Inertia into Icelander. Just put more blues into their arsenal. Yeah, you, you don't want to. Yeah, you don't really want to be playing many of them into Oldham either, because uh, watching Crown of Seeds in response and then get another arsenal card yeah. probably, probably not the way to go. But I, I really uh, the whole the whole package I actually really quite like them, and obviously you getting more slightly more control and the ponder and them getting the um the the negatives. I think I'm. Ha I think I give the Codex of Blood Rot a four, and the other two a three. I, I think um, the Codex of Blood Rot and Frailty were, were closer than I thought they were going to be. I, I think I think they're both at least a four, four point, maybe not four point five. I, I give the two of them a four, and Inertia. I, I just haven't tried enough. Maybe a three, three point five. I'll go Inertia three because I've not tested it yet. Mm. Blood Rot Frailty, I'm going to go 4.5. These cards have impressed me a lot. They are. I, I just want to keep putting them in decks, honestly. It's just like, uh, you know, I think about like trying to find space for them in, in my Lexi builds that I've currently got because they just feel so good when you play them. I think doing something like this, especially if you're going to start hitting and getting some uh, more on hits and reducing block, I just really like, especially for Blood Rot. Mm -hmm. um, then we get... Death Touch, which is one we got spoiled earlier. There was some question whether we thought this might be M's, and it's not. We do get the full rainbow, which is kind of cool because I really like this card. Card is poggers. Yeah, getting a one cost relevant on hit for, you know, in the four to six range is, is pretty damn good, to be honest. And uh, again, again, getting the choice of token to give them after the hit, I think is really good. Fantastic card. I don't even care that it blocks too. I think it, especially in Azuri, this is kind of one of the ones I'd really want to draft to be able to get mm. alongside my um, stealth attacks to flash in. Yeah, for sure. This this feels pretty good. Uh, I think also possibly alongside uh, Riptide to, to be in Riptide, this this is going to feel pretty good. Um, I, I like the card a lot. It just yeah, really really solid effect on on the rate that you're getting. Four and a half for me. Yeah, I think I, I think a four for me. 
think I'd go four and a half. I was almost tempted to buy five on the red. Just Oof, damn. Just I was like to say, I really like the idea of flashing that and just give them an extra two because it's almost like a. It can effectively be like a free eight damage potentially. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, one for eight off a tunic count is fucking bonkers. Yeah. Flint Mirage and Metamorph all over again. It is it's similar to the start line, isn't it? I suppose to some extent. I think to <coughs> pardon me, I think Toxicity's an interesting card. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I like this card a lot. It's um it's an interesting one, obviously, because it's in, in theoretically insane on rate, right? Like the a zero for five is completely nuts. But then of course it's got the same problem as a lot of like quite impactful cards, particularly some of the Ranger cards in the past, that it just encourages you to block. I've seen people somewhat compare it to like Poison the Tips, which I think is quite an apt one, <laughs> of that it's a really powerful effect, but your opponent should just drop their whole hand in front of it. Uh, or, you know, at least enough to like, amply cover it anyway. Um, and this kind of suffers from that a little bit for me. Uh, whether you can maybe get your consistency in Azalea enough that that you can push this on hit through comfortably. If you can, then that's it's an amazing effect. But uh, I don't know if I've I've seen enough of that yet. It's also a weird one with Azuri, I think. Yeah, um, I think any any pre buff that mentions your next attack is kind of a bit weird with her because they'll happily block the three, and if you switch it out, this effect then disappears. Yeah, sadly because the attacks gained it, we do believe at least it will, it will disappear, which is a, which is a shame, because uh, obviously I think this makes it a bit of a low draft pick for me if I was going for Azuri. I don't think I'd be picking these up very highly whatsoever. I don't think I'd be picking them up. To be honest, I think they'll be higher value targets. To be honest, yeah, exactly. it's a shame because I do. I think the art's really cool. Like, I think. Yeah, I, I like the artwork actually. I mean, I'm I'm feeling two and a half on this. It encourages yeah. the block. I think I think two and a half is where I'm at. Like I say, I'm skeptical about how impactful it's going to be, but I, I I'd like to test it a little more. I'll put it at a three. I think this 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 is the kind of card that will really punish people that don't don't understand or like play around the certain reactions. I think mm. I think there's a lot of playability in there, a lot of mind games to be had with uh, reactions for sure. But yeah, I think there's a if it hits, what a truck of a card. If it doesn't, oh, gotcha. you just, just, just get in blocks, right? So, yeah, I'll go with three. Uh, Virulent Touch was the uh, one of the more metal-style uh, spoilers we got from the boys that pushed the point. I, I really liked it. I mean, we saw some real mix of uh, spoiler videos. And I, I, but I don't know what to make of the card. It's Part of me thinks I really like it. It's got the tagline that... Um, Death Touch does. If it's defended by a card, create a blood, blood pox. I don't know. Yeah, this I card like... really, really didn't do it for me. Mm. I played it a little bit, and I found it just to be very unimpressive, and I cut it quite quickly. Yeah, I, I do still think there's something for this in a in a control style Riptide sort of build where you you need to find a way to punish people for for blocking. But the card did underwhelm what I was expecting it to do, so I think it's got to be slightly below average for me. About a two. Yeah, I think two, I think two's fair. I mean, I'd like it if it had a little bit more attack. Putting it on something, you might look at it with Azuri. 
I, I, I don't know. For me, I, I don't think you needed the text on this for you can't play it from hand. I think the attacks line is fine. I, I just think, I just think you didn't need that restriction personally. I agree with that. Yeah, two. Then we got a couple more traps. Uh, yes. Again, I assume we're going to be in a position where blood rot is always going to be more interesting um, than frailty or inertia. But do you again... know what? No, I don't think oh. so. Um, for me, this one, the, the blood rot might be the weaker one, just because I think it's the 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 actual trigger for it is the hardest to achieve. Um, I think the inertia might actually be the best, and I think that also comes partly down to the fact that inertia is much more impactful when it's given on your opponent's turn. When they aren't planning for it in their turn, and you give it mid-turn, and it, it messes things up for them, it's much more impactful than you giving it on your turn, and them having their entire time and their blocks planned and everything sorted, that they know how to make the best use of their cards. Um, so I, I actually think Blood Rot is possibly the worst. Obviously, if you get it off, the, the, the payoff is very good. Um, but I think actually the frailty and the and the inertia are much easier to trigger. I think he summed that up perfectly, to be honest. Wow, that's a rare High day. Price. But yeah, no, I, I don't think if there's anything more. I mean, what do you think, Brooks, on that one? I mean, you you think still think Blood Rot is I think the one to go? Again, I think if you go into... Because I'm always just seeing this as someone who plays a lot of reactions anyway, so I've got a slightly rose-tinted lens towards reactions. I think when you've got someone like a Nazuri who's going to be doing a lot, just flashing this in when potentially not... Con a bit like you said with the inertia, they've not considered maybe leaving some pitch behind to be able to stop this. If you've got them at a fairly low life, preventing three, and if, they, if they've got no cards off, they are going to take the two damage because they might not have planned for this to be the case. Um, I really like your point about the inertia trap, though. Obviously, when you when you can't plan for it, like a it's like one of the issues you see can destroy to some extent, is you can just try and play your hand as efficiently as possible to limit the yeah, effect sure. on it. So this if you is, have that effect nice suddenly appear, it's definitely more impactful. I, I know that for certain, like I think this will be one that will will hamper a lot of uh, a lot of Lexi players, particularly. Um, you know, when they tend to finish their turn with that, that plus one on the final arrow, uh, this is impactful because they might be trying to hold a card back to set up a big turn. They want to, they want an Arsenal card, and this just it drops on the last one. They don't have any go again afterwards. It triggers because of the plus one from Voltaire, and then it just completely messes up their attempt to set up a, a bigger turn. Also, you know, you look at the uh, sort of wounded bull kind of list where it gets the plus one. The planet being lower life just makes sure they don't have that Arsenal card. Yeah, for sure. I mean, in, into into Icelander, like it's fine. I'm not sure I'm going to be wanting to run a defense reaction into Icelander all that often. Um, but yeah, if you get it on the wounded ball, it would it would strip their arsenal, which would be obviously impactful into Icelander, particularly because if they're playing wounded ball, they probably haven't played a non-tag action and can't waning moon you to make use of the card. Yeah, I'd like to say, what would you rate it as a package or individually? Uh, two and a half for blood rot. Yeah. I'd go three for frailty and inertia. Okay. Oh, you you going higher for the blood rock? No, lower no, for blood rock. Two point five. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, I I think uh, three point five for inertia for me. Three for frailty. Two point five for blood rock. 
So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd give Blood Rot and Inertia three and Frailty two and a half. I don't know. I, I think test that one. I think you'll come to our way of thinking on the Blood Rot. I just don't yeah. think it triggers enough. I think if I, I think, I think with all this, also I've probably te played the least. You know, <laughs> you know, have, actually doing work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think, like I say, it might well be a, as a test. These I can see the vault. They've all got value, and. Like I say, you should be able to have more traps to throw into something like a Riptide, and if you're going to start getting those triggered effects as well, you're just not going to you're not going to be sad about that. No. Well, uh, I mean, I think that rounds out our uh, Assassin Ranger cards, right? So we are we on to the generics? We are indeed, um, and we start with an L. And oh yes, I mean we had some disappointing ones in uh, the Rangers. And Van Brace of Determination, really, I'm really not sure on it. It feels like yeah. the anti-crown of seeds tech that people probably thought, but it just seems bad. Honestly, I think I think to the fact that this is one of the more interesting elves of the set, outside of Flick Knives, I think tells me what I need to know about the, the quality of legendaries in the set, honestly. Um, this doesn't excite me. Um, and like you say... I guess maybe this is the their attempted answer to Crown of Seeds. Uh, I, I want to test that, I suppose, is probably what I should say. Uh, but I don't like the second line of this text at all. You know, this this feels very bad compared to Phantasmal Footsteps. Or, like, why not give it a Phantasmal Footsteps kind of effect where it maybe breaks if certain things happen or, um, uh, or something like that? I feel like that would be... Uh, bit better like you thought you could pay to give it a plus one pay one block one it's fine it's this is just but blocking this is worse than iron rot like or iron hide so yeah it's uh well i say if it did i don't think it actually needed the blade break there as all no that's what i mean if it was if it was if it was like footsteps right where it was you could pay one to increase its block i think you need to give it a way that it does break but there needs to be a condition, much like obviously footsteps being blocked, blocking a, a six plus attack. Um, make it a different condition, but but give it something. Yeah, um, I mean, it, obviously, you can it, throw this in front of the uh, Widowmaker, obviously, without having to block it. It fulfills required of one card. Yes, at um, least you don't at least you'd have to pay that, which is good, I guess. Yeah. I think, honestly, what, what might be more interesting is if you'd have made it Phantasmal Footsteps style effect. If you try to target into Guardian, maybe it could have been if it defends an attack with Go again. Um, or something like that, then it would break. Mm. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think there could have been some more interesting design space on this for me that, that would have made it. Oh, like better. if it's defending attack with attack reaction or something. Yeah, exactly right. Like, I think there was would have been some interesting space um, that that could have that could have caused it to be to be more interesting. But the, the top part might be good, but I'm not sold. No. Yeah, I think this gets, this gets a distinctive one and a half from me. I want to give, give it a it... little better, yeah. I'm going to go with 2.5. Yeah, Just I think 2.5, fair to Midland is fine. I think this has it has room to be way better and room to be way worse. Yeah, I'll... I think I just look at some, a lot of the classes and I just they've got arm pieces that I'd run every time over this. And for our first piece of generic legendary arms, I just don't feel like it offers enough that I'm ever going to want to put it in a deck. I I mean I don't know. Like I say, the only time I can even remotely think about playing it is is this is a wholeheartedly a piece of anti-oldim tech right now where 
he's running crown of seeds all the time and i just want to be activating that top effect to just cancel his his crown of seeds out and is that good enough probably not but if if it's impactful enough against oldin maybe and i'm it's my worst matchup maybe i can find a way if this makes a difference but at the moment i'm not sold which i think for what is, is 2.5 for me i just can't yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. See anything. I'm, I'm not shifting on that i, I don't like the card i'm I'm not a fan either. Yeah. Um, then we get the whole Seekers gear. All the same stuff. Pay one, destroy it, prevent the next one damage, up one. It's fine, right? It just stops you. It gives you an answer to a dagger being thrown at your face. Yeah, but also I think probably more importantly Benji as well, right? It's just more, more attempt to be able to interact with Benji's unblockable from hand damage. Um, and I think the op one's a nice touch. It is. Uh, I, I like this a lot for, ge- for like generic draft equipment that are all around. Uh, I think these are really good. Uh, you've got all those. Um, I, I like them enough to give them probably a three, uh, maybe a two point five. Yeah, I got two. two and a, yeah, two and a half seems very reasonable. Something that's very middle. Of the, you're quite happy drafting this, and. You know, especially if you're playing, if you're playing, if you're playing um, Azalea as well, having that opt as well. Like I say, it's big. It, I mean, as Azalea, I'd love to fill up any any spots that I don't have. Like probably the, the you know the headpiece you probably don't want because you want the one that blocks and gives you the lets you look at the top card. Apart from that, I, you know, you'd probably fill up some of the rest of these equipment slots with these with the seekers seekers set of equipment quite happily. So we move on to the the last bits of equipment. So we get the silken ghee. We get the we get the tun- we get a threadbare tunic. Mm-hmm. Uh find Dell's fallen on some hard times. Uh fisticuffs yeah, in the pits. and then the uh fleet foot sandals. So we starting off with the geek, it's Yeah, I I really like the geek actually. I, I mean sure is it most I just think it's an interesting piece. The fact you pay a cost of losing an attack to, to reduce the cost to play something. I think that's a, I think that's a cool and interesting piece, to be honest. Yeah. It's definitely an interesting design, right? Mm. It's interesting. For sure. Would, I mean, I'm trying to work out how many attacks you're willing to pay the minus one to get a pitch, but I guess if you're doing it into something like uh, what we said with Ninja, where you're trying to reduce the cost of lines, for example. You probably I think do the... this on like a cyclone, the, uh, not a cyclone kick, the spinning, spinning kick. I think honestly, the bigger thing for this is I probably snap pick this as Azori because my interpretation would probably be it applies to the first attack, it doesn't apply to the second. Hundred percent, yes. So I would, if I'm already in Azori and I see this, I'd be like, "Oh, that's useful." I'm going to pick this relatively highly yeah. because I don't really pay the downside. Hundred percent agree with that. I give this a three. Yeah, I, I like that. It's a three again, solid piece of piece of draft, interesting as well. And I think some parties won't care too much about the uh, about the downside. Fair enough. Uh, threadbare tunic, uh, destroy it, gain a pitch. Uh, good <laughs> for rock. A, it's a weird one. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, rock gamers, you can give up your uh, you can give up your your deep blue now. You can now get one resource instead of three. Um, and have no cards in hand. It's so bad. I actually like this. I, I quite like it. Do I think you? I think Ninja are gonna want some play on this, right? I mean, like I'm sorry. Brooks, if you if you've drafted um, Ranger or uh, Assassin, imagine having Deathly Touch, uh, the Deathly Touch in your party, mm. and yeah. you full block, 
and then you get to present a one for eight off just off a tunic. Yeah, great. I think my my question would be: Would you rather take this threadbare tunic over the other one? The 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 silken gi or the um or the seeker gilet. I'd, I'd definitely think about it, for sure, yeah. I, I would as well, to be honest. I mean, I, I'd be quite happy with either of these. I, for Azalea, don't get me wrong, Silk is, yeah, Seek is, uh, Gilet is better. Yeah. But outside of that, mate, maybe not. I mean, I can see sometimes you want to throw an attack from Arsenal. Yeah. This does allow you to pitch for Kadachis and then, you know, have have enough to come out for a, an attack from two, you know, cost two out of Arsenal. Um, th- there's, there's plenty of interaction here. Yeah, sure, it's not. It's not necessarily the most easy condition to, to trigger, but it's got utility. Reasonable. I think I'd give it a... I'd give this one a two and a half. I'd still think I'd take the gi over it. Yeah, I think it's three and a half. I think two and a half is, is pretty fine. Like you say, it's a nice interaction with uh, with, with Death Touch. Fisticuffs. This kind of shit. Hey, yeah. we got a proper, we've got a proper Liam review. That is a, that is a full out Liam review. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't hate this one. Sure, the, the cost is a bit prohibitive. It's costing two here is, is rather rough. But um, at the end of the day, it's just still a threat at the end game, right? It's an attack reaction. It can, it can push you over, it can push you over in, in a limited environment. Yeah, it's probably the the threat of it's probably it's like breaking scales, but really, 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 really bad. It's it's only it, right? If this blocked the card, would be I'd I'd be sitting here saying the card's really good in limited. Um, The fact that it doesn't obviously makes it a massively inferior breaking scales because it also costs, but it's also generic. You know, anyone can pick this up. Um, And like you say, I think the threat of it on the table is pretty good. I would sooner have seen it be costing one though than two. Two. Two just seems very prohibitive. Yeah, um, for sure. Give this a two. One. Uh, 1.5, I think I'll go in the middle. Fair and reasonable. Uh, Fleet Foot Sandals. It's a Benji card. It's not, not even... all day. Yeah, but it's not even a massively great one. This could have been, again, this could have been two, two or less base, right? Surely? It could have been. Yeah. again. And I think it would have been fine. Like you say, it's a, it's definitely a Benji card, but I, I still don't think it quite just cuts it for me. You might see it um, in the at least me as well. If they've, yeah, if they've got a couple of blues and, you know, play the first one, it's got go again. Anyway, then you throw a blue blue one with a non-hit, give it go again, throw a third yeah. on a bigger turn. Yeah. Potentially, I guess. Um, I think I, it's I, still I mainly know. Benji. For me, I, I think this is still like a 1.5. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah, go much or, above that. The one or less base is just really... It's going to feel rough. Anytime you throw in one, a one-power attack that, that, has a, that doesn't have a crazy on-hit effect, it's just kind of sad. Yeah. yeah. Vipox. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? If Vipox was a Majestic in the set, I'd be like, oh, well, you know, maybe. But yeah, it's, it's, it's not. Yeah. Right, so let's, some slightly more exciting cards here, I think, when we're in yes. the uh, Maje- like Majestic. So we've got the uh, we've got Amnesia. If you hate ninjas, this oh, is all I have to say about this card. <laughs> you catch them with a hand with a hand would be like water, and they feel sad. They certainly do. Uh, or if you like, say, I think if, as soon as a ninja sees this, if you're 
your cat to opponent is sitting across from you, you know, and you, you just hit them with this. They're going to be like, oh, for God's sake, why did you get this card? Out of the, you know, you're all the chance if you get a Majestics. Why this one? Why have you got this? Yeah, I, I, I like Amnesia in that very specific matchup because no one else really plays with the names of cards. Um, no. So I, I'd go for two, two and a half, two, maybe two and a half, three, two, two, yeah, two a bit unfair. Uh, yeah, a, I think a, two for six that blocks three. At the moment for me, yeah, the, the block three is pretty big. I still think it's about a two, uh, just just because uh, maybe there's some interactions we're not seeing with this. The fact that it references tokens is strange. Um, so I don't know whether we're missing some interactions with how this works. I guess it'll be one of those that's interesting to see in the release notes, but for me it's about a two at the moment, I think. Two and a half is... This draft ninja hate and they might again, they, like you said, John, there might be some interactions out there that we're just not fucking seeing. Yeah, and the block three is is certainly nice. It is. Down, Down and dirty. dirty. Yeah. Leave Johnny this card's shit. There this card's so bad. <laughs> this I'm, I'm not. I don't even want to say anymore about that. The card I'm, sucks. I'm glad it's not just me. I, I don't like this at all. This, um, this card has one solitary upside. Which is against Dromai or Illusionist. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And neither of those are in this set. <laughs> and I mean, if I'm doing that, I, I, do you know what? I'd like to just block with an attack action from hand, please. Um, <laughs> because he doesn't get me any benefit coming from Arsenal and any extra. So, uh, yeah, uh, I guess you can just leave it there and wait till they give you a chance to trigger Phantasm, but. Yeah, I the, the only world I can see is like you've got a bit of a shit hand. They've played a like Draconer Optimine. There's hit they've hit all these things and it's gonna do six arcane. You pitch a two blues and then pop it. God, you gotta go so specific to try and find points at which you actually want this. Yeah, I mean, like against Dromai, like you say, the only nice thing is it stops that massively telegraph play where you're like, I end my turn with two cards in hand and do not Arsenal yeah. and. The Dromai plays like, well, clearly you have a popper and are trying to hold on to it. At least with this, I guess, you get to Arsenal the cards. You play and around. Just plays around the Dominion. Then play into it. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. And it does, like you say, play around the Dominion. But that's not enough for this how, Majestic. I mean, like, like how much work are we trying to put into Dromai? It's bad. It's, it's a bad card. Like, the fact that it doesn't block three, um, the Wash. fact that it's a two for six with no on hit, no nothing. One. Maybe one and a half. What? I can oh, yeah, one. One. Absolutely one. Easy. Bit of give and take. One. <laughs> Honestly, this card seems pretty bad to me, too. Um, Hard agree. So I'm not even going to go into this card too much. It's uh, shit. No, I, I, I don't want to. I think all your, your opponent has all the control on it, which I don't like. It, they choose whether to defend it with an action card. They know but, probably what you're going to put on back on top of your but, deck. But people were really, really high on bingo, which was... Oh, no, 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 they were, and then it was shit. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, this is this is underrated as well, though. Like At least bingo yeah. had some potential, I guess. Uh, but still, you, this is... I thought you were about to try and defend Bingo as a card, then. Yeah, but at least, I mean, at least Bingo, you had like it was an on hit, and they were yeah. forced to reveal. With this, it's a for three. If they've got any amount of health and they don't want to give you your action card back, they just take they three. say uh, no blocks. Take three, go again, move on with life. Yeah, yeah, card bad. Gore belching it gets a one. Uh, gore belching, however, I think can be real neat. I I don't think so. 
I think the cards, not blocking's a big downside, man. It is. Um, the the text on it means that you you're very rarely going to get it for seven. Um, well, if ever. And... Was it, did we see someone do a gore belching and get it reduced to one before? Was it the way? Good around? old Seb. Yeah, yeah Seb. Seb did hit a six off off his gore belching. I don't think he'll be playing that card again. I think he learned his lesson. <laughs> um, the the upside for this and the reason I'm probably not as down on it is again the Azuri thing because because yeah. it gets flashed in, it doesn't trigger the on play and it can get raised. Two words. All I'm saying. Sneak attack. Oh, no, all, I'm, all I'm saying, I did it. I tried it. It sucks. Okay. This is, on the whole, bad sneak attack for, for yeah. Azuri for me. It, it's the same stat line, but you've got to you've got to work harder for it, and it doesn't block. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, not blocking. It's definitely nowhere near sneak attack. I'd probably put this at... 1.5. That's going to go 2. 1. Reasonable. Wow. I was, um, I was nearly there. Burdens of the past. Interesting piece so of bad. design space, but it's not. I don't see it being good. Um, I think it's really interesting that I think the top and the, the, the like the first like the first section and the second section text kind of conflict to me. Like the moment that your opponent has ten or more defense reactions in the discard pile, they're probably no, not playing left. anymore because they're all gone. Um, so. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a, a one. Yeah. yeah, I think I agree. One is definitely the place I'd be. Love the art though. I guess it blocks three and it has go again, so and that's the thing. And, and it's a zero again, instant. At least Ninja might get something out of it. Yeah, I suppose when it's wheeling around in a draft pack, um, you know, they're like, Oh, three block and blue, sign me up. Yeah. I say. If that's the level you get down to, I'll, like I say, Liam, the art is real good. I get one and a half, not quite one. Uh, one. Pre-meditate. Oh, this card's this fucking card. poggers. Oh. Mate, this card's great. I love it. Uh, you like Plunder Run, right? So we, we brought it back. Yeah, we brought it back and just made it majestic. Yeah, it, it's not it's not quite Plunder Run, but not having to play it out of your arsenal is pretty damn good. Um, I like this card a hell of a lot. And it's such a good Azalea card. God damn. Oh, for, oh, for Azalea, this is any range. This is so good. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's pretty damn spectacular. Big fan. Real big fan. 4.5. What uh, an absolute you, machine this card is. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. It's You remember why Plunder Run got banned at, at, at times. This is, like I say, a slightly toned down version, and it's still right up there. I, I think I think 4s are very fair. Yeah. Right, you know, I, could, I could be taught to a 4.5. Yeah, I was I was gonna say four, but I've seen some of the work this has put in, like I said, getting that ponder token to effectively replace itself at the end of your turn, guarantee an arsenal. Um and just like say plunder and what it, it was a good card then, it's still a good card. There's a reason it's still banned. Mm-hmm. My fifteen donated arrow drawing a card is enough for you to put it to four point five, George. Oh hell yeah. yeah. Like I say, it, it it deserves to be there to be fair. Humble. Uh, yeah, this is this is an interesting card. I must. Like, I haven't really thought about this one very much. Which, <laughs> uh, probably says it not. Um, sort of. Uh, is it like a race face, but just just for hero abilities? 
It's, 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 it's sleep dart, the generic attack, I guess. Ah, sleep dart, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I must admit, I haven't really given this one a great deal of time or consideration, really. Um, oh, but it, it's it's not a bad it's not a bad attack. I think this would be a nice one for Azuri. Yeah. Um, just to be able to flash in. In the mirror, this is pretty good, right? You you hit your opponent with this, and then you feel safe next turn when they they uh, aren't when able they to do the same to you. Yeah. Exactly. So they have to throw their humble at you like a normal person. Um, I, I love the uh, the, like, the sword in that in the art as well. They're probably like mer merciless battle sword, and it'll probably swing for one. <laughs> Are you still? It might be. It might be a set ago, but I've still got that axe to grind. Come on, um, Brooks. There's no yeah. warrior in this set. God damn it. <laughs> Calm down, Brooks. Come on. It's all uh, right. It's get, okay. Always get it. It's over. Yeah. To be fair, I'm still reeling from the buzzsaw trap. But um, I'd give this a. I say two, two and a half or a three, because you can. Just, I think a two and a half. Yeah. You can throw it with a Zuri quite happily. Two and a half seems fair to me. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Very reasonable. The infectious host. I, I really like this as a piece in the draft, to be honest. I just like the design space that it's in, the fact that you can... Uh, I like the theme of it. You know, the fact you punish your opponent for giving you all these these horrible... Uh, <clears throat> all these horrible poxes and diseases and uh, all Give these horrible back. things. And yeah, you get to spread it straight back to them. So I, I like that. And the fact that it's not an on-hit is pretty cool. In, in a draft environment where you're expecting to be given these regularly, this is pretty good. Mm. I mean, it's not amazing. I, but... I love the guy's face in the bottom right-hand corner of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. That guy is not where he wants to be right now that, in the that, slightest. You know, that is the exact face I'll pull when I see a buzz, <laughs> buzz trap coming out. Oh, no! <laughs> it's accurate. But... um. Like I say it does require your opponents of giving you some, giving you some of these tokens. Otherwise, it's just a four for two, just a zero for four, no go again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is never going to see any play outside of uh, limited, right? I'd be I'd be absolutely shocked, um, just because you're never going to be sitting down in the game and just assuming that your opponents are always going to be giving you. These tokens, uh, at least I'd be surprised. So, I mean, when when you don't have them, this is pretty terrible of a zero for four. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be great if this had stealth that you could play this and then get give them the tokens and flash it out for something else in Azuri. But that would be not... very rude. Yeah, it'd be hilarious. Um, I think we're getting towards the back end of these now. So we've got looking for it's a scrap. This feels like an Arachne card, right? I think uh, for me, um, feels like he's probably looking at him. He wants wants to gain go again, wants to gain an additional attack. Uh, he he might be running into these low powered ninjas attacks to banish, but I mean it's, it's not exciting. So I'm thinking probably like a two point five. Two, two yeah, for me. Two point five. Doesn't that excite me. Uh, wreck havoc. Whether it should have said wreak havoc, we'll never know. Um, feels like a bit of a baby CNC, and that's what kind of everyone said when it got revealed. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, a bit of a shame that the, the, the staple art for this set, the first art we saw, and, and everything else on a card that's a bit kind of meh. Um, but yeah, it's 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 okay. Um, I like this as a as an interesting kind of CNC that obviously just doesn't. Just flat out destroy your arsenal, um, punishes you for the defense reactions. 
I, I do like that by all means. It might it's be. a little bit of Riptide Fate, right? Yeah, for sure. And it's it's not bad for Azuri either being able, being able to flash that in, particularly against Riptide. Equally, uh, for, if, you, if it for turns me. the card face up as well and it's not a defense reaction, it might sl stop them from getting an aim counter just for some of the some effects. But yeah, it's very true, very very true indeed. Um, yeah, again, but yeah, I think it's about three for me. Flash this in with Azuri. It's got the defense reactions can't be played, so it's chain link thing. So if they don't do it there and then, they're not playing them. Um, so like off an isolate, you're probably gonna. It's probably gonna hit. But um, I give it a three. Yeah, three seems fair. Now this is one I'm much more excited about, which is cut down to size. Yeah, this seems like an Azuri card through and through. Yeah. I know um, you were quite excited about this one, Liam. Yeah, I'm actually testing this out in CC, to be honest. Not even just draft. Like, I think in a meta where people don't really want to block, I think forcing them to discard is a uh, it's pretty cheeky when you're flashing this uh, flashing this card with Azuri. So yeah, yeah I really like this card a lot. Like, well, I'd give this a three point five to be honest. Yeah, I think I think three point five is about fair to be honest. Um, yeah, that's pretty I, good. Just a good card. Just a good card. Flash it with Azuri. Yeah, or if you just have to play it, it's still, still going to force them to block with a card. It's a solid on hit effect, that's something. Yeah. I, like, I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, destructive deliberation. <laughs> I enjoy the flavour text, more, probably more so than the art. The art creeps me out a bit. I don't like it. Yeah, we haven't seen a lot of flavour text in this set, it feels like, on cards. Um, but yes, uh, it. it... It's, it's it's a good one at least I guess, but yeah, the cards so so feels like a again another one that Azuri might want to pick up. Doesn't feel great if you're just throwing this out without go again without um, you know without anything else with just face up. But I mean when it isn't, it's on hit ponder, so it's pretty good. Two for me. Uh, yeah, I think I think a two two point five is probably fine. Two point five. Okay, I'm the, the optimist over there. Uh, feisty locals. Um, kind of funny. Like you know, I think it can describe some of our armories at times. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, this is okay, I guess. Um, having having that buff effect is quite good. The, the fact that it comes in for three with no go again is a is a little sad. And yeah, not really any way in the set to gain go again, particularly. Not great. Uh, I'm going to go for a two. Yeah, I think a two is completely fair for this. Again, good flavour text. Yeah, I'll go with two. I, I, would, I would like to kill someone by flashing this out as a Zori. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> cool. it's defended by one card and you get the plus two and you, that's, that's all you need to kill and that would be an interesting kill. But apart from that, nah, it's, it's pretty bad. Then I guess we have the opposite of feisty locals, apparently, with free reigning renegades. So, uh, so. I mean, I would have liked to have got a cutlass in this set, but um, yeah, it is almost effectively the polar opposite. Um, I actually think this one's worse. Yeah, I, it drops to I four, agree. doesn't it? So, I'd... Mm. I suppose that's the only oh. upside, right? Is the at the red? You're still over a break point. Um, but you are paying one for it, so uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a fan of this card at all. I guess with Azuri, you could you can see what they're gonna do, but it still doesn't feel good, really. Yeah, I think this is a 
it gets one and a half for me. It's yeah, okay, I, but I'm still not excited. It definitely doesn't excite me, and it wouldn't be. I a think, pick. I think one and a half is probably where you want to be at. Agreed with that. And I know a lot of people wanted pirates, so you're kind of getting them drip fed in with the trench and their characters like this. And then we just get a load of reprints. I think we've got Ravenous Rabbles, Seek, uh, yeah, Springloads. Like Springloads like Spring a new Springload is a new card. Springload's an interesting card, I think, as well. Um, I mean, we were looking for uses for Threadbare Tunic before. Yeah. That's uh, that's an interesting, interesting one, I think. With uh, it can be used for it. One for five from Arsenal isn't isn't terrible. Um, no, just something to try and keep the pressure up. Again, won't excite me much past a two. Yeah, I think two two is reasonable. It's it's not going to be something I'm going to be drafting particularly highly, but. I guess maybe interesting. Because yeah. you have to pay for this with your equipment. You'd have to pay for this with Threadbare, right, to get the plus three. No, you no, no. You can have two cards in hand and play Spring Lord pitching for it, and yeah. you get the plus three. Okay. So, but yeah, then we got one. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, uh, then I've to come to fight. Come to fight, which we read for one of the uh, articles. Uh, Scout the periphery. That's, this is an interesting card, I think. Um, I think Azalea's going to like this a lot in draft. Again, again, this is like a budget read the glide path. Uh, you don't actually get to opt, but you do get to just look at the top card of your deck instead to decide if it's worth it. And then plus three on, a, on an attack from Arsenal, which is uh, which is pretty good. Um, probably a two and a half for this. It's okay. If you have to play it, you'll play it, especially in draft, but... Yeah, I, know, I, think I think this is quite a high pick for Azalea, right? Yeah. I'd snap the reds of these. Three, three. Give me a red in this and an Azalea draft three, three and a half all day. Wow. I'll take this. Like, honestly, it's not that different from the from a read the glide path. Like, literally being at a bottom of the card is about the only difference. Now, that, that's big, don't get me wrong, and that's the only thing that stops this being, like, near CC playable, because it's really good. This also has the advantage of, unlike some of the other buffs for Azalea, this can apply to things I like... Yeah, it can apply. It can apply to your death touch. Oh, that's true. You know, uh, and for Riptide again, this is probably really good just because he doesn't care about looking at the top of the deck. But you play this, you reload the death touch, and then you fire it off with Threadbare Tunic potentially. Yeah, that's, that's fairly true. I mean, I think just looking. I mean, I was looking at the thinking if you were going to take this over Spire Sniping, for example. I just think Spire Sniping is just better, but. Uh, yeah, for sure. Particularly bad. for for Azalea, like the, the end of the day, like I say, Spire sniping is like a CC card. This is this is definitely a draft card, but it's not it's not a million miles away from from being from being playable, um, uh, from being CC playable. But it's it, it's very good. I like it a lot. I mean, I think if you if you're Riptide, you probably just look at your opponent's top card just because you can give yourself a little bit of knowledge about what they might do next turn. But yeah, I think, I think it's a bad card in the slightest. I like it a lot. I, I would go 3.5. 3, 3. Nice. And then brush off. Uh, the next time you'll be dealt three or less damage this turn, prevent it, or, you know, the whole cycle of it. It's a generic instant. Some fine. Some wonderful just a prevent prevention for Benji, right? This is this is your way of stopping him in the set of, of again, just trying to clamp down a bit more on the damage. Um, I, mean, I think they even show it in the art, you know. The blue is, you know, oh, you can prevent the dagger if it's getting flicked at you. Yeah, yeah and exactly. Like, and like you say, be between Benji and daggers, that's kind of what it's for. 
This this does feel a bit sad that we've got this level of prevention in a, in a set with flick knives. You know, the one time that maybe the legendary would be unpreventable and 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 could win you a game, and the number of times that you might end up just giving up your dagger and having it brushed off yeah. is a bit sad. And then I don't think we need to go over the tokens. We've already talked about a lot, but the last card from the set for uh, a slightly longer episode than the uh, previous, because I think there's a couple more cards. Uh, peace of mind. I don't know how you guys feel about this one. Go on in. Yeah, we spoke. I think we spoke about this in a previous episode, we right? Did, yeah. yeah. But I, I think this this card's really good. That's, that's I'm still adamant that it just fits into the like the old in combinations of uh, pitching up blue and preventing an absolute fuck ton of damage. I'm not gonna go into it because I did it in the previous episode. But I think this card's really. But does it doesn't change for you then from that one? No, no. I don't no. think it has for me either. I'm still gonna give this like a. I don't know. It's either a three point five or a four. I haven't really, I haven't tested it or anything myself, so I don't know whether it works as well as it. I think it would in theory, but it feels like it should be like a four at least. Mm-hmm. I'd go three and a half. I think I don't think I'd go as high as a four on it, but like I say, in certain decks, it's definitely hitting that level of four, maybe four and a half. But generically, I'm not sure how many people are going to want to pay two to prevent four in a ponder. One thing I will say, right, is I had this conversation with George before. I feel like Ponder tokens for me are becoming so valuable, it's actually kind of yeah. insane. I don't know if that's because I'm specifically playing as Alia, but giving me a Ponder token as Oldham as well is fucking nuts. I mean, I think if we start looking at this outside of the likes of Oldham as well, and you look in the draft environment, this is this is actually really, really good with all the Seekers equipment. Yeah. Uh, just because you, you pitch a blue, you prevent four, and you prevent one. And it can be on two separate sources of damage, but over your turn you prevent you get to prevent five off off two cards, which I don't think is particularly bad when you get that ponder token, which will then give you a card back at the end of the turn. Um, so I think that could be pretty damn impactful. Yeah, I think it can be really impactful in the right decks, and like I say, a ponder giving you, especially in something like old and giving you that guaranteed arsenal is so so good. So. But that's but that, folks, is that. So, without over-egging this, because uh, like uh, <laughs> Liam alluded to at the start, we have uh, smashed through all four of the uh, episodes for this. So, just generically speaking about the whole set, how are we feeling about Outsiders? You know, what sort of hype levels are you boys at for this now? Hype is five for oh. drafts. Uh, hype is five for CC. You know what? I'm 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 a, I'm a four for sealed, and I hate sealed. I I think I'm in the same boat on that one, mate. I am really excited for the sealed. Um, just way more than I have been in a long time. The the format may end up being terrible, but I, I think I just want to get the cards in my hands at this point. It's very exciting to, to to get these and play with it and test these theories. And CC, yeah, I, I'm just excited the idea of potentially playing Azalea again and not being bad. Yeah, um. I'm buzzing for this. I've been. I think we've all been, because Dynasty didn't seem to have shake things up too much. The bandon was suspended. We had didn't seem to shake things up too much. I think adding these new heroes. I think having a new draft set. It's gonna feel real good to do something that isn't uprising draft. I know. Uh, oh, gotcha. I know Arms would probably agree with us. Certainly. But no, I think this is. Um, I'd say it's just going to be a long-ass wait now to the uh, pre-release weekend, where I think we've got a Friday and a Saturday, haven't we? 
sounds about right. So, um, so if you had to rate, so we rate the set, I'd give it a five. I, I just want it in my hands right now. I'll give it three. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. It's hard to rate before we before we get to play pre-releases before we get to play our first draft. But um, just purely on the hype, on the how hyped I am for it, it's got to be it's got to be a five. Um, just to, to go and get out there and give it a go. And like you say, to do something other than uprising. Agreed. Well, for anyone uh, still with us, you know, I'd say like a scribe, but Jesus Christ, you stayed there that long and I won't patronise you. Um, <laughs> yeah, well done if you made it through all of these. <laughs> but no, thank you very much for watching, for listening, and for sticking with our ba- probably bad takes. Uh, I'm sure we'll be back uh, very shortly with our experiences from the pre-release. I'm sure uh, Liam will want to show off his Ocean Man decks and uh, what shenanigans George is getting up to with Azalea. But for anyone still watching and listening, thank you very much. I'll catch you on the next one. And I'll catch you soon, gents. Bye. Bye. Bye.